0: hello there you're listening to the watson's daily podcast with me peter watson on wednesday the 31st of may today i'm joined by jack Eliades, who is a competition winner hi there jack how are you doing today very well, thank you, Peter. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, very good, thank you. Um, so, which story did you pick out from today's Watson's Daily? So,
1: from today's Watson's Daily, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, NVIDIA joining the $1 trillion club. Nice one. Now, just as a bit of background information, NVIDIA are an American multinational tech company specializing in GPUs, APIs, and SOCs. What now they. they
0: recently... What are they?
1: So, uh <laughs> GPUs, Graphic Processing Units. Yeah. Uh, APIs are Application Programming Interfaces. And SOCs are
0: System-on-Chip Units. There we go. Um, And it's the graphics, the GPUs, the Graphics Processing Units, which are the the things that are selling like hotcakes at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, they really are. Uh, The reason
1: for that is currently a company producing chips that Artificial intelligence training, yeah. namely yep. uh, things like ChatGBT, which is all the rave at the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, they recently joined the $100 trillion club, mm-hmm. releasing sales forecasts for 2024. Now, these came in at $11 billion, and this completely smooth expectations. But last Thursday, we saw mm-hmm. the pre market. Price up over twenty five. Yeah. So, aside the likes of Apple, Alphabet, and Amazon. Now this is obviously great news for American tech. Company, yes, another company one trillion dollar club. Mm-hmm. It shows that America's to dominate the market is continuing to strengthen. Uh, Nvidia, around a ninety percent. Uh, sort of domination market cap mm. um, I think from America's perspective they're really sort of putting their foot down into the AI space and, and they're really looking to take a hold of the technology that in my opinion has the potential to be with the technology in the
0: kind mm. yeah I mean I think that um I think that with regard to this, um, you know, NVIDIA is in a you know, is is in a is in an extremely strong position. Um and I hmm. think that it is very much some it it, it it it's very much in its own kind of sandbox really. Um and although I would have thought that uh, if you know, there's there's loads of uh, talk at the moment about uh, legislation coming in to provide guardrails for AI to provide uh, rules for the development of AI. You know, although I would expect there to be a bit of a, you know, there would, the share price might take a dent, in this, at least initially. I would have thought that 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 it would bounce back again because um, those kind of restrictions won't necessarily. Slow the developments of uh, of AI. They just might mean that it goes in a particular direction. So I would have thought that if the demand is strong now, it will just get stronger. Um, so until s- another uh, you know chip company can make um, uh, chips to rival Nvidia's, then Nvidia really is going to continue um, to do. Uh, to do pretty well and i also think that the interesting thing here is that um i suppose up till probably very recently most people so not specialists but most people will have thought of nvidia as more of a gaming chip uh company whereas now it's very much definitely i mean what's got it to one trillion um market cap is ai (laughs) so um so it's quite interesting how it's changed
1: Completely agree I mean, I, uh, as someone who is very into gaming a few years my own pc mm-hmm. and when I, I did I was speaking, speaking to a few friends about the only graphics card was kind of allowed to purchase their perspective was a graphics card um, yeah they, they were the goat yeah and I think they're able to uh, into the generative Legends training mark is a real mm-hmm. testament to their to the company to their ability to innovate to mm-hmm. their ability to. Uh, I think what you were saying mm-hmm. about legislation coming out very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. AI is sort of sort of down the road. That sort of restricts it. While well, mm-hmm. legislation will probably come in, later, as I imagine aware of the what legislation needs to come in they need to bring in legislation that elaborate American innovation because hmm. ultimately if they bring legislation that really sort of uh, curtails this kind of technology right at the forefront of the market considering they have the market share they'd only be shooting hmm. in the foot if they did it yeah. to any kind of legislation Bring in, I think it's going to have to take these companies and allow them to operate and allow them to continue to be at the fourth industry. And Mm. because they have such a huge market cap and have a kind of strangle industry Mm. that comes in, I don't think it has got the potential to be mental to them because mm. they are at the forefront because they are mm. so large mm.
0: yeah i mean it's, it is it, i mean this is a fascinating subject that will run and run i mean just as a sort of a side at side comment really um it seems to me that in terms of chips for the few so at the moment there's been a bit of a you know a, a dip in chips uh and uh you know um or chip oh god i was going to say something, ter- something terrible then but i i can't i can't i can't even bring myself to say this yes yeah, so i can't even bring myself to do that which which just you know god i can't believe it but anyway um i do think that um uh that within that this world i reckon obviously ai chips are going to be super hot for quite some time but I also mm-hmm. think that chips for cars for automotive use are also going to be very strong. So, although I mean I know that, that that there's been so there was a shortage of chips, and there and then now there's there's too many chips, and then you know all this kind of stuff, um, and 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 prices have gone down overall. Um, I really think that for the long term, I reckon. AI chips are going to see huge sustained demand for many years. Um, but I also think um, that um, chips that go into electric vehicles. So I don't know the numbers, but, you know, the, the um, electric vehicles generally need more chips than conventional vehicles. And there is this shift that is going to happen for the next sort of five 10 15 years and so that necessarily means that there is going to be a continued ups ups turn in demand for auto uh, you know automotive use chips as well so although it uh, so it seems there's you know there's kind of mixed fortunes coming from chips but like I say I would say automotive and AI, is the place to be um you know for the long term i would have thought agreed any anyway right um so i will move on um i will move on to the next story um which i picked out today um and that is actually about um <clears throat> the char- first flight um of a uh, first, so the first commercial flight of a uh, plane in China, so uh, I think it was uh, sold to Beijing or the other way around, I'm not quite sure but um, but anyway, basically this is the first commercial flight on a plane that was made in China now, uh, it's a C919 or C919 I don't know the correct way of saying it but um, this is a big step forward for for, uh, for China um, it's a big step forward for the maker it's called COMAC um But it's not quite as impressive as it sounds. I mean, you sent me this very uh, good diagram of a um, of which parts actually are made in China and what was it? It was the tail, wasn't it? I think
1: pretty it's much just the tail and
0: the wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything they... else either American, German, or French. yeah. So, so I mean, I think the thing is is that um, yeah. First of all, this is a big step forward. Secondly, it is possible that um, you know this is going to be a real, a potentially, a, you know, gonna, is going to challenge the traditional duopoly of um, passenger jets, which is dominate, which it comprises of Boeing of the U.S. and Airbus of Europe. Or you know, so um, so I think that this. Is is you know this this it like I say this is a, this is a step forwards. Um, I would have thought that it's only going to get better, and more and more of those parts are going to make, be made in China. Um, now, I would say there is something you know China has had form in copying other uh, technologies. I mean, the one that comes to mind for me um, is the fact the way that they copied the bullet train um so that you know the japanese shinkansen um it was made by kawasaki heavy industries um they went to china they made the train um and then china basically took the technology and they will say that they improved it and actually now they believe theirs is superior to the japanese I don't know because I'm not an engineer. I haven't I've I've been on the Shinkansen loads, but I've never been on the, the you know the Chinese equivalents. Now from that point of view, they went from not having a bullet train to suddenly having a bullet train which they say is better than the the the, the, the original, as it were. So I guess it would only be a matter of time before we see big improvements here i mean just look at what has happened with it mean you know we just look at what has happened within the automotive industry for instance um you we saw recently that there was the first shanghai auto uh, auto show for three years because of covid um and all the uh, non-chinese makers were wowed by how much um chinese engineering etc had had advanced in that intervening period so i think when you've got a state that is highly motivated to show you know to showcase domestic um expertise and a ton of money behind it i think that means that you can you know you can accelerate your your developments considerably so although this is This is just one flight at the moment. And yes, they didn't actually make much of the plane, Um, you know, the parts. This is a step forward, nevertheless. And I think that the way it seems to me that um, Chinese feel at the moment about domestic versus foreign made stuff, um, I would have thought that this will be pretty popular. Um, But yeah, I mean, what, what do you reckon? completely agree.
1: Um, I th- use the market as an sort of example. yardstick um, mm. for ability to mm. They are able to. Uh, uh, I, think I think it's mm. very reasonable to say that China has only the population to make this work, but has the Capability okay. to make it work. i mm. mm. just on the the EV market example. Is that China has a, a market share of percent in the EV, mm. which is the largest. I've seen recently, Chinese companies like Li and BYD have seen this rocket from years. Mm. Seen sales in China. Mm. Um, mm. Roughly, I think it was roughly 30% of the import to Germany, the EV market. Mm. Now, while Mm. directly linked, um, it at least shows the Chinese do have the ability to innovate rather than simply copy it and it's their Mm. own. Mm. That it's obviously look at the image and a chuckle to us it's like the wings and the plane that were Chinese I think it's very important to realize that this is the first step for them. I don't doubt that the Chinese will over the years to produce their own planes um, hmm. the Chinese uh, hmm. see something that the like Airbus yeah. you said that uh, in the mm. Airspace yeah. Technology that they're going to have to and something that they're going to have mm. to be aware of mm. but very important step nonetheless for china mm. and something that if we look at the, use that as a yardstick i i, I personally and they can really build Could be, mm. could be particularly disruptive yeah,
0: no, I think so. And and the other thing I think is worth mentioning here is a lot of manufacturers over the years, and I know this, you know, from when I was uh, broking, um, uh, especially Japanese companies. And actually, when I worked, finally, you know, my first job out of university, when I worked worked in a Japanese manufacturing company, you know, there was always a bit of a, almost like a feeling of superiority and looking down on chinese quality or ability you know or reliability that sort of thing and you know i know sort of japanese companies generally tended to say well look yes chinese stuff is cheaper um uh, but you know ours is better quality it lasts longer you know etc cetera, etc cetera. but the thing, the fact of the matter is you know china just gets on with it um and and i think that you know in in this case um you know if you if you're thinking if if companies are are looking at using the quality arguments you can you can basically say well look you know boeing's not uh perfect because clearly you know it wasn't that long ago i think it was in 2018 um when their boeing 737 max was grounded because of the number of air crashes so, you know, and that that dragged on for quite some time. So you can't say that um, it's, you know, that, that Boeing and Airbus have perfect quality. So, um, so on that token, I can imagine that, you know, China will increase its domestic, uh, you know, production of parts and get better over time. So it should be. Pretty good, I would have thought. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, and that's the thing, you know. Just to say, in case anyone was thinking, "Oh, yeah," but you know, is the quality going to be any good? Well, it, I'm sure it is, and you know, and it's not as if everyone else is perfect. So, um, so yeah. But anyway, uh, do you have any other exactly. thoughts on that? at all.
1: Well, I was just just going to say on on that final point about the quality of it, if. If the way China has grown over the last sort of ten, fifteen years, that's anything mm-hmm. to go by. Mm-hmm. uh I certainly think that if you know people are looking and saying the quality, I certainly mm-hmm. think they have and will have the capability to produce quality. We've
0: seen. Mm-hmm. I can't mm. say it again. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely anyway but there you go um so i guess we're going to stop it uh stop it there for today um but uh thank you very much jack for your uh for your insights um today and also that that uh, picture of the parts of the plane was very useful actually <laughs> the use that you sent me earlier uh but anyway um you're gonna have to you know absolutely yeah um so anyway thank you also for the listeners for listening. Um, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow to talk about more stuff from the business news and financial markets news anyway thank you very much indeed bye thank you